Welcome to the Divine Feminines podcast and channel. I'm your host, Steph Desar. And in today's video episode, we are talking full moon in Virgo taking place on Tuesday, the 7th of March. I'm going to share astro energy guidance, prompts for journaling and what this lunation means for you. Plus, we've just entered March and it's a big month of 2023. We have massive astrological shifts with Pluto, Saturn, the signs of Aquarius, Pisces, and even Jupiter and Chiron. So I'm going to get into all of that. But before I do, don't forget to like and subscribe this channel with Divine Feminines on YouTube and all major podcast platforms. That's Apple, Spotify, Google. And you can catch us on social, on TikTok and Instagram. That's Divine Feminines with a Z at the end. Why like and subscribe this channel? Because we've got all great things. Mind, body, soul, empowerment. We talk lunation cycles. We talk magic, manifestation, and how you can become your best self. And I mean... Why wouldn't you want to do that? So get get subscribing, get liking, leave a comment and join the Soul Tribe. And thank you to everyone that is part of the Soul Tribe. Welcome back and welcome to anyone that's new that has just found us. Um, so the full moon in Virgo. Okay, let's, let's take this in stages. I'm going to tell you uh, first what the Virgo sign means, what that means for the full moon. But the same day, the 7th of March, this this full moon is going to be at 12.40 UK time, PM, and at 7.40 New York Eastern time, US. And it's also the same day as Saturn moving into Pisces from Aquarius. It's been in Aquarius for the last sort of three years almost. And that has been a very interesting phase. So I'll get into that and I'll get into what that means, the shift from Aquarius into Pisces. But also in this month of March, we've also got on March 12th, we've got Jupiter, the big luck of planet, meeting Chiron, the the, the wounded healer. And that's going to be a very powerful, positive shift for us. And then on the 23rd of March, we've also got Pluto moving into Aquarius. And it's been in the sign of Capricorn since 2008. That's some time now. And the last time it was in Aquarius was in 1778. Don't ask me what was going on that time because I was definitely not alive. But this is going to be a massive, massive astrological event for us. So get your seatbelts ready, <laughs> get your journals out, get your pens out and be open to listen. So 7th of March, it's actually a big day for me. It's the day my mum passed away and it's going to be 10 years for me. And I'm sharing it with you guys because you know what I'm like. I like to be open and share my own life experiences because I'm not just here just, you know, sharing astrological information and energy guidance. I like to share my own life experiences because I think that through what I've learned and maybe some of my wisdom, you might actually find a message in there. And I know that many of you have sent me some some lovely messages along the way. So for me, it's a really powerful time. I'm actually in the beautiful land, the motherland of Africa um, in Kenya. I've got to hold myself from not trying to cry here or not trying to cry, not crying naturally because my mum was born here. So my mum is Kenyan, my dad is Kenyan and I've never been back here and I was supposed to come here with my parents and um, it didn't happen. My mum passed away 10 years ago almost and it was quite sudden, but she did have some health issues with some strokes, but it was very sudden and it was a very big moment for me. I didn't realise that actually probably that was the beginning of my spiritual awakening. And I do believe that a lot of us 
we'll go through our spiritual awakening where massive major life events occur. Now, I didn't realize that that was probably the start of it. I wasn't really enlightened. I didn't, I was very much living in chaos, very much living in sort of the unconscious mind and in my shadow a lot of the time and not realizing those choices that I made and not realizing that I can make new choices. But 10 years later, I'm here. This divine feminine rising, this goddess, really claiming my power, connecting with the ancestors. And I am going to do an episode. Um, shout out to the person that gave me the in the inspiration for doing an episode called Connecting With Your Ancestors. And I will do one. So um, stay tuned for that. But for me, this is a major, major 10-year cycle. And 10 years later, I can share so much wisdom, my own experiences. I believe that death is not the end it's part of a rebirth and it's very hard when you lose someone because at the time you just don't see that and you are in a really sad place and it it's natural to feel the way you do um but through the, the last 10 years i have cycled through so much change and transformation as you guys know some of you know i'm a scorpio and pluto is definitely very present in me because i've been death and rebirth in how many times in the last 10 years there's no there's no actual limit to how much you can transform in this lifetime it's just as long as you're evolving you'll be evolving to become your best self each and every time so really powerful moment for me but with this full moon i'm just excited i'm excited to be out here in africa um i'm excited to share this moment with you um you might be able to hear the birds it is really really beautiful here i lift the camera up you can see i'm in this lovely tent and um been connecting with the the nature and animals but also i got to see family i never met before i got to go to my granddad's grave my mum's dad that my mum never got to go and see since she left kenya and she always said i want to go back and i went it was quite hard to work out which one it was but i was there and i just felt the power it's been so magical and it continues to be so i'm super grateful but i know we're here for this full moon um, one more thing I have to say is that my mum's birthday was on the 6th of March and she died on the 7th of March. And if that can't be death and rebirth in a soul contract for coming to earth, I don't know what is. And I know now that my mum's message to me was like, hey, I can't fulfill the mandate, the full, the full kind of mandate of this divine feminine, you know, journey and the healing of the family on earth in my physical sense. I'm going to become that ancestor the spirit guide your angel but you're going to have to do it in the 3d reality and that was our agreement and that's the, the agreement me and my mum had and now i understand that and now i'm doing it and now i feel so alive because i know that she's still alive so much so in me so um mum i love you and this episode is dedicated to you okay so <laughs> um let's get into this full moon in virgo so virgo is the planet Virgo is actually ruled by Mercury. It's a very organized, it can get into the, if you know a Virgo, you might notice they like to be perfectionists, but Virgo energy is about like organization, having a routine, having a plan and really getting yourself in order um, and really meticulously following it and really just structuring yourself. I get a little bit of a Capricorn vibe when I think of Virgo, but Virgo is also about really neat freak you know, the house has got to be clean, things have got to be decluttered, you know, well, cleanliness is holiness and sacredness, so that I always like to keep spaces clean, it also allows any dead energy and stagnant energy to be removed, 
Virgo is all about planning, uh, planning for the future, and also very much about, you know, having a routine that's going to serve you the results that align to your goals. So one thing I didn't mention, but March is, for me, the beginning of the new year, because spring is beginning. So we've got the spring equinox coming up uh, later on in March. And that for me is the real new year. And we then get into, I think it's the 21st of March or so, somewhere around then, we've got the new moon in Aries. And for me, the new year starts with a new astrological year. So there's a lot happening this month. Now, I feel that this Virgo full moon is coming in to allow us to do this final cleanse and this final prep before we really start to plant those seeds for harvest for spring and start to allow all of this greatness to blossom. But before we do, what is it that we want to release? What is it that's holding us back? If you, you know, Virgo can look to want to be a perfectionist and we can also be quite tough on ourselves saying to ourselves, oh, what is it that I need to like do? Cause I need to do this properly. And you know, even if I was recording this video now, if I was a perfectionist, I'd probably do this three times over. But a lot of the times when I do my videos, they run straight through. And I might make mistakes. Sometimes I just carry on and let it roll because that's me. It's authentic, right? Sometimes we just got to embrace, embrace those imperfections because it's the imperfections that makes us really who we are. And nothing is ever perfect. I think perfection is in the imperfection. And being able to understand that those, those caveats, those outliers, those just differences and the, the, the nuances that we face in life is actually what makes us who we really are and us being who we really are makes us actually perfect and that isn't actually perfect if that makes sense <laughs> so um basically yeah Virg, what i'll ask you to think about actually when we get into the journaling prompts is and and i'll come back to it later but what is it that you might be you know what do you try to look to be so perfect perfect all the time and where can you be kinder and nicer to yourself but with this full moon it's definitely a time to cleanse and declutter so i really recommend you guys i always say that with full moons like cleanse and declutter but with virgo it's virgo likes things clean and fresh and pristine and we're getting into spring so just let go of anything that you don't need you know clear the closets and stuff it's a great time for spring energy because even in our physical space, but even in our mental and energetic and spiritual space, whatever we're holding on to, whether that's resentment, whether that's fears, that's um, where we're feeling hurt and pain. When we release that, we create that energetic space and we allow that space and that continuum to then absorb all the goodness that we really do want. Because there are desires, wishes, hopes and dreams that reside in our in our field but at the same time when those fears and those frustrations and the resentment and past past hurt and everything is also residing in our field it starts to create a conflict and it starts to take up space and naturally the more negative takes up more space and we kind of come out of our alignment so the more we can release as we go along and this is the journey of life like you might say oh but i released the other day doesn't mean that you can't release now because new things are cropping up with healing it's like an onion and it's like peeling away and we're going to constantly be healing something i mean i've done masses amount mass masses of of healing um huge 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 amounts doesn't mean that i don't still have my moments I feel like the other day i was like whoa something came up to trigger me and i was like 
what? Like, I was not planning on that. That was just so un unexpected. But this is what we have to embrace. And we have to understand that. And then we have to kind of navigate it and release it and journal, work it through, declutter what's in this this space and allow what's here to not block what's here. We've got to be constantly thinking about keeping our heart chakra open because it's when we get triggered that we want to go into, and I don't know about you guys, but you want to go into a box, you want to hide, you want to run away, you just want to push everyone away. But actually, yeah, it's good to have some time of solitude or time to process, of course it is. But then after that, don't, don't put separation between you and others or you and the rest of the world because we are all one, we are connected and it's in that that we can understand and we can find the healing because the support is there. Whether it's physically overtly there and someone comes to talk to you or it's just there in your natural interactions where you just go out and people are connecting and just sharing that beautiful energy because it's there for us. It's all part of this cycle and it's all part of our time here on earth. So declutter, think about, because now we've got, so we've got Saturn moving into Pisces, right? The Saturn was in Aquarius and that was the last three years. And Saturn is the, everyone gets a bit shook of Saturn. Like I don't, you don't need to be shook of Saturn. Saturn's all about, you've got to have a plan. You've got to be consistent. You've got to have some structure. It's got to be, you know, it is the planet of karma. But if you are like working towards zero karma, right? And you don't have much karmic debt because what you're doing is coming from the heart space and you are consciously aware of your behaviours and you take ownership and accountability for yourself. Saturn will be cool. Like, it's, it, it's like, it, it's just like dressing up for the right weather. If it's really cold and you put on those clothes with the layers, you're good. So when Saturn moves into a certain sign, just being aware of... This is the sounds of the... Um, if you can hear any screaming, this is the sounds of... I don't know. The jungle? The reserve? I'm in a game camp right now, so... <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. Anyway, that was a bit of an intermission. So, but Saturn... If you were doing your homework in the sign that Saturn moves into and you are showing that intentionally, Saturn will play ball with you. Saturn will pass you the ball nicely. If you don't, Saturn will dash that ball at your head and you'll get knocked down. So don't allow, allow the Saturn to, to dash the ball at your head because I don't, none of us likes to get kicked in the head with a football or a tennis ball because that's not quite nice. So that's the way to play Saturn. So Saturn has been in Aquarius and it's moving out. And actually, if you think about Aquarius, it was the sign of humanity. It's the sign of humanity. And Saturn moving into Aquarius, we had these lockdowns and everything. It put loads of restrictions and regulations to our own freedom and our own sort of like right to want to do stuff. We couldn't travel, we couldn't come out. We had to do certain things. That was a whole load of nonsense, if you ask me. We didn't even need that, but you can't make this stuff up. There was obviously a reason why all of this happened. And I do think a lot of greatness did come from that period because a lot of people started to really look in the mirror, find themselves. A lot of people, a lot of humanity were going through uh, their first stages of enlightenment, for starting to go on a spiritual journey. And hence why my podcast started to pop up around that time, because it was very clear to me what I was meant to do. Because um, I started going on the whole journey before, before the lockdown and before all of that hit. And I was like, wait a minute, I have a lot of experience in certain areas or just life you know, stories that I could share and it just made sense. So here we are. 
two bit years later. So Saturn now in Pisces, but his Pisces is a sign. If you've listened to my new moon in Pisces video, go back. You can listen to what Pisces is about. It's still very relevant for you. Very relevant. So check it out. Um, be the last video, last episode. And Saturn in Pisces is really going to be about your spirituality practices, your connection with yourself and what you're doing to harvest that, to maintain that, to really put in that work. If you've been ignoring yourself in spirituality, the whole concept is that God, there is no external God, right? Um, and it really, God is just who you are. You are God. And your connection and relationship with yourself is your relationship with God. So having a, a set routine, it doesn't have to be a set routine, but ways in which you can interact, you can connect and just really understand yourself and learn about yourself. That's how you start to really learn about God and about why you're here and the whole connection and the universe and we are one. And the more you know about you, you can reflect that back to others and learn others better and connect with others better. And there is an understanding because we are all the same divine source. We just hold source energy in us, but we are part of that same source. So this will be a time in the next couple of years, Saturn will be in Pisces for two years, to really get a bit more like, you know, grounded in your spiritual practices and connection with self. So setting boundaries, making time for you is important at this time and having some kind of commitment. Things that I do, and I've mentioned this before, I'll, I'll meditate, I try to meditate every day. Some days it doesn't happen. I probably have to get a bit stricter. Um, yoga, walks, nature, journaling, also connecting with other sort of content and resources that I feel connected to. Be careful because there's a lot of spiritual teachers, readers and stuff that do things for the sake of business and for their own gain. And so use your discernment. Just go where you really feel called to. Um, look, I do these videos. I do these episodes. And I'm not doing them for monetary gain right now. It's always been from my heart to the universe and to the collective. Because I know that through this, there is going to be... It's going to help maybe one, two, three, maybe ten, maybe more people. And in that, that is going to be my gift back to humanity. Because I've been blessed. And I am always being gifted all the time. And this is the the... The, the dynamic this is the paradigm of really doing that mission work and I am on my mission actually at this time when Saturn moves into Pisces and you start to connect with yourself if you haven't really found what your purpose is or your mission work this would be a time also to then understand what that is and then through that you can um, really build that start to embed discovering um, what that means to you and maybe starting to spend some time to go deeper with it and explore and it might be an explorative uh, moment for you and through through that exploratory moment moments you then start to define what what that means to you and that could still evolve so be open to change be open to what that looks like for you so i hope that helps so saturn in pisces is not a bad thing um i also said this before but saturn in pisces might mean that there's going to be more regulations and um, sort of more more structure to spirituality and practices and teachers. So, you know, there's been a big rise in the light workers out there in the collective, and this is amazing with the healers and all of that stuff. But like I said, there are those that are doing it for their own gain and it's a little bit selfish and it's a bit unfair and it's unbalanced. So Saturn coming into Pisces might bring a bit of reg regulation into that, a bit more balance and structure. 
and that will be great for everyone because a lot of people in the collective now uh, are looking for guidance and the right teachers and healers therapists whatever that looks like holistic therapy and actually as i say holistic virgo represents alternative health so think about in these last couple of years um, especially as Saturn moves from Aquarius to Pisces, what you've learned about alternative health. I've learned loads. Like, I don't follow really the whole system of, like, pharmaceutical drugs and stuff. I don't take any of it. I don't need it. I have a very clean and simple life. If I'm not well, I'm fast. I fast all the time, but then I know that I need to fast. I look to herbs, plants, and vegetables, and fruits to, to provide my medicine because food is thy medicine and through fasting is the way to clear any parasites any illnesses or diseases of the body so that's one of the main things i've learned and i've i adopted acupuncture in the last few years i've been doing quantum healing anyway over the last five years but those have been some interesting things like acupuncture and cupping and well i love a massage but a thai massage uh, Ayurvedic yoga massage therapy is something I learned, which is 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 fantastic because it actually activates your DMT and actually sends you into. It's not just a massage; it sends you into a transcendental experience where you can really connect with yourself and activate the DMT naturally within your spinal cord um, if you're really connected in that moment. So, some of the things that I've learned. So, what have you learned, and what have you learn that you can take forward into these next few years um, that can be of benefit to your health and Virgo Virgo full moon will also be talking about detox what is it that you need to detox and maybe clear out in your health um, is there something that you really need to kind of clear up is there a habit that you have are you drinking too much eating too much certain types of food what do you need to regulate so this will be a great time to bring in those um, new ideas a new format declutter cleanse whether it's within you or your external reality at home and even clearing up um things to do with friends it's also a really nice time because it, there's going to be maybe a little bit of a clash where mars and neptune are kind of clashing and it could be a bit intense so just you might not know where to put your energy to just try and ground when when i always know when you like i always feel like when you don't know what's going on it feels a bit eerie and weird meditate be in nature ground earth take off those those socks and those shoes and stand on the ground if you can if it's not raining just try and do as much as you can to be connected and stay in your center especially when you feel the energy might be like a little bit in disarray and empaths and intuitive souls you'll feel sometimes that the collective's in a bit of disarray doesn't mean that you have to be so the, the thing you can do the most, uh, the most beneficial thing is to just center your energy. Um, what else in this lunation? Well, before I come to journal prompts, like I said, um, Jupiter and Chiron are meeting on the 12th of, of March. And that's going to be interesting time where that's going to expand some healing for us. So it's an expansive time. It can be a very healing moment. So things that are coming to the surface or things that you've been working on can really feel almost like they've been sealed and sent away into the ether, in, into the atmosphere to just be released and you let it go finally. So if there's things that you're currently working on, I feel like you will get that opportunity to finally catalyze the finale of that healing or any other things that need to, that are coming up to the surface. 
you'll be supported in a wholesome with a big hug kind of way like so it doesn't feel sometimes when we get triggered it can feel quite harsh but i feel like with jupiter and chiron it will feel warm and it will feel easier to heal those areas and anything that does come up um and then what else so like i mentioned pluto moving in to aquarius is going to be a big freaking deal because like i said the last time it was there was 1778 Pluto will move into Aquarius and Capricorn back and forth over the next two years before it goes straight into Aquarius. This is, Pluto is the planet of regeneration, of death, rebirth. It is a massive um, energy for transformation. So you'll really feel um, that shift. It's going to be a big time for humanity. Humanity is going to go through a real, a real upheaval death rebirth with pluto um it's going to enhance and overhaul a lot of things so if you're already doing that work and you're transforming you're working on yourself you're really um trying to become your best self then pluto will play ball with you but you'll notice things out there in the collective so on a personal level pluto in aquarius the question you can ask yourself is where in my life do i need to detox and that kind of comes from the, the theme of the um the Virgo full moon is almost like an intro, a teaser to that, because I think if your stuff is coming up through this full moon, it might actually be something that you want to carry through and keep consistent. That detox doesn't mean you just do it for one day. It's a program. It could be a detox over a certain amount of time. Um, it could be a, a holistic detox in many parts of your life and you start to work through those. So that's what Pluto's energy, it's like purge and perish. Pluto is all about like remove what, just remove the junk, remove the what is not, no longer needs to be here and bring in the new. And so it's all about a detox energy and that's going to happen to humanity on a really big scale. So I am really curious to see what that looks like. I'm excited. I want to see more of humanity taking on plant-based lifestyle, more conscious living, eating great, great fruits and plants and just being more mindful of the environment, but also taking on a detox in terms of the way that they show up in the world. And that means like being more open hearted, you know, being more connected to each other and having that love and that openness and seeing new earth form and grow. Because right now we've got old earth and new earth and there's many souls that are on the old earth living in that timeline. And through this Pluto regeneration, I really hope to see the merge of old earthers coming into the new earth because that'd be amazing. Um, I don't like to think of division, when you're on the new earth, there is no division because you're all one and you're all connected. You do know at some level that the old earth is playing out, but you don't play, you don't feed any energy. And it almost is happening, but it doesn't seem like it's in your world or in your universe, if that makes sense. And I can't really go into the detail of it, but I see it happen a lot. Um, not all the time, but I do see it and I'm like, okay, that's a completely different timeline. It's not mine, but cool. Hey, it's happening. It's happening in parallel. This is the way it goes. Okay, so journal prompts. And then I'm going to end with a couple of messages, astro energy messages from my cosmic cards as a final sort of words of wisdom. But remember, this is the end of an era. We're starting a brand new astrological new year. We're going into spring. This is a great time to set intentions too. You can, I know it's a full moon and it seems a bit weird to want to set intentions in a full moon, but actually... 
um, we're positioned very well for it. So you can declutter, cleanse, and also then start to reaffirm things that you want. You may have done it in, in January, but, you know, now all planets are direct and we're direct with Mercury until the end of April. So we still got some time. Um, this is a real powerful time for transformation, fast forward movement in personal work and love areas. So before we start to get more retrogrades and retrogrades are not bad, but this is fast moving energy. And so those intentions that you're setting will be great. It's also a good time to be of service and be kind. So in this moment of the Virgo full moon, if you can help a neighbor, help someone be of service, do a travel charitable um, deed um, and just be kind, like it, it doesn't, it does not cost you to be kind. And if you can live a, a kind um, open-hearted way of life trust me it just comes back to you tenfold it is don't force it of course if you feel like being kind is something that you can't do then obviously there's certain work that you need to look at in, inside yourself as to why you can't be kind um, maybe there's something you need to release before you can bring in that that good feeling genuine kind intention to others so have a think about that but what I would recommend re um, releasing on this full moon is doing a typical forgiveness list so always write what you want to forgive or let go write the names down of the people what it is and whether they think that they've done something wrong or not it's not about that it's about how you feel and what you want to release and forgive write that all down and you can burn it under the moonlight just do it in a safe space so you don't burn down your house just take care you could do it outside it's really nice to throw the ashes in the the, the remains into the ground um but other things you could think about is what am i holding back in the past that's weighing me down that you need to let go is there something that still keeps coming up um what is my what is my priority for my spiritual practice what are the priorities that i need to put in place um so i talked about you know the whole saturn into pisces so this will help you um get started and where in my life do i need to be more organized that's very virgo energy and would where would it help to be more organized so maybe you have an inkling but maybe you realize that certain things that you do in life are just a little bit here there and everywhere and actually if you put brought some organization into it it might make life much easier so i hope those help and then finally i am going to pull some messages from the cosmic cards oh gosh they they're getting excited they want to talk to us so okay spirit what is it that we need to know the soul tribe needs to know for this full moon in virgo saturn moving into pisces this month of march right we've got a few coming out your greatest joy pollinates the world and that's a really beautiful message because really when we think about saturn moving into pisces this is all about the connection with self like i said but this will dovetail with your purpose and your mission because when we really connect with ourselves and we connect to our true center our north we understand why we also came to earth and what it is that we need to we need to um, harness in our gifts and our talents to give to the world because we came here to create we didn't come here to consume and I always say that. So if you're out here just consuming all the other creations, then you, you're you not in the right space in your journey. And it's time to look within. We are all here to create and we are all creators. So the joy that comes from within is the, is the real 
intrinsic point of our creation. It's that point of inspiration. It's what it's the seed of inspiration, actually, that helps us create with that joy that we have within. So think about that, this full moon and going into this new cycle with Saturn in Pisces. The next one is, oh, my God, what was I saying before? I love this. Number 34, which is a seven, you are perfectly imperfect. What did I say about the Virgo full moon? Virgo seeks to be perfect, but actually there is no perfect. So what is it in us that we just need to embrace? Because our imperfections make us who we really are. You can't make this stuff up. I love it. I love it. Okay, any more messages, please? We'll pull a few more, but I just don't have a number. So I'm just going to go with the flow on this one. Okay. Oh, look at this. Every cycle has a higher opportunity. And we are going into a new cycle. We're going into a new year. Spring is coming. And with all these astrological shifts, Pluto's shift, Saturn's shift, there's major new cycles happening. But remember this. Don't be afraid of these shifts, these astrological shifts. Because Saturn and Pluto can sound like quite menacing planets. But no, everything that these planets do in the line are for our highest good. And so with our highest shifts and changes comes those higher timelines and opportunities that we can go for and gain new wins, new accomplishments, new successful changes in who we are to be better versions of ourselves. Okay. Oops. These cards are quite slippery and slidey. You know, every time I go to, to shuffle them, they just want to fly everywhere. I quite like them, though, um, for that. Oh. And we've got the hero of your cosmic journey. Wow. And that looks like the sword, the sword in the stone, the sword of truth. Can you see the um, full moon in the in the background? And, and for me, the sword represents truth, authenticity. You know, when you think about tarot, the swords is about communication. So being really clear and being clear with yourself, first and foremost, but with the world thereafter of who you are and what you're about. Um, and that will make you the hero of your own cosmic journey, your own purpose here on Earth. Oh, too many fell out, but we've got one hidden here. Okay, the alchemy artist. Oh, this is really cool. So we talked about creation and we are here to create. And look, this is basically the same picture with the sun and the moon in all different colours. So we all are unique. We are not going to be the same. And when we create, whether you're going to do some spiritual, you know, um, light work and you just decide to become a reader or a therapist or a healer, or whatever that looks like, or um, start your own channel, even like this, whatever that looks like. Or maybe it's not. Maybe you're out here and you want to help communities and actually roll up your sleeves and go and work with communities and help help the poor or help to regenerate a community or work with the youth whatever that looks like a charitable um, deed everyone is unique and everyone's creation is going to be unique and have a special contribution to this earth so don't worry if it's been done before because it's not been done your way and one more because it looks like i'm going for six Cut away what is no longer needed for you. And that, that is perfect right now at this full moon. So you can see this tree, this branch. So number nine, which is like the number of closures, endings of cycles, and also the number of um, 
destiny um what is it that you need to cut off this full moon and maybe going into this new astrological new year um that you need to just let go and just leave behind and sometimes leaving behind something isn't so much like okay i'm gonna throw out these clothes or i'm gonna it might just be stopping the giving energy to certain things you know like when you talk about past situations and you keep going back to them what are you gaining if you if you have close it out but then you don't need to go back to them unless you haven't really healed from it um sometimes i talk about the past don't get me wrong i will reflect and talk about the past but i've healed those situations so when i talk about them it's more from a point of experience wisdom learnings so just ask yourself are you going back to talk about things that you're only rubbing salt in wounds that are not really healed or are you actually you know just reflecting back and you're, you're understanding the learnings and you're using it in your current journey and where you're at now and anything else that you need to cut away that could be physical space decluttering um getting into a new routine and sometimes getting into a new routine you've got to cut away the old routine and you've got to throw it in the bin throw it out there and just start something brand new so i hope these all help and i'm sending you super duper lots of love and light from the beautiful homeland of africa and i will catch you soon so mwah, mwah, mwah. peace love light and abundance soul tribe see you later bye